2: tcl is a proud sponsor of the score north studios tcl america's fastest growing tv brand oh it's fun crazy it's painful but it's wonderful what is your name it's roycey unchained
0: it is roycey unchained zoligan and uh, patrick who is quarantined at home how's the quarantine going for you
2: I wouldn't say I'm a full quarantiner, but uh, today I am. I haven't been outside yet today. I'll, I'll give myself credit for that. But uh, I, it's it's you know I'm like everybody else, uh, getting fat and bored as hell. So uh, the, the problem got, with getting fat company. is real, by the way. I got it. Oh God, what else is there to do? It's amazing. And uh, we found what was it? We found something on Netflix last night to watch, and it's like. You know, that's a series that's got, like, eight episodes, and you're so damn happy you can't stand it. you got something to watch for a couple hours, right? Hey, we can watch this again. Absolutely. We can watch this again tomorrow night. What would we do if we'd had a pandemic when we still only had network television? We'd really be in trouble, wouldn't we?
0: (laughs) Yes, we would be. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't have passed.
2: Yes.
0: I think way. we would have gone out just taking our chances.
2: Yeah, I do too. Four channels, right? The, we would have went to the movies and sat right next to each other, man, and said the hell with it. NBC ABC And shared CBS? our popcorn with the people sitting in the seat next to us. It would have been great. Uh,
0: I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's going too far.
2: Yeah, that probably is. That probably is. I don't know what uh what what's the world here. So I was looking up. Uh, 1961 season opener, you know, because we're doing, <laughs> we're we're trying to, you know, opening day. The strip's doing a Thursday, you know, would have been opening day thing. And uh, of course, 1961. If you're looking for greatest openers, that's it. Uh, first ever Twins game. Pedro Ramos shuts out the Yankees six to nothing, and we're going to win the pennant, right? Right. We think we're great, right? And uh, it's here's why I found this out though. I didn't know it. The headline in the Tribune, the Morning Tribune, there were two papers then, obviously, Mm -hmm. or four in the Twin Cities, uh, was the, the second headline was, uh, that, uh, the Twins win in, you know, Twins win first ever game in Yankee Stadium, six nothing. Above it, Russians put man in space. (laughs) (laughs) So we were screwed then. (laughs) It was like, you know, people who are all, you you got to be my age to remember how much of a panic we were in that those Soviets were ahead of us in the space race, you know. They were, uh, you know, they we were, I, I've told this story before at St. Gabriel's grade school. We, You know, the Russians were trying to put stuff up in space, and we were trying in the late 50s. And they'd march us down there, and they they had Sputnik, right? They had this cantaloupe that they put up in space that we thought that was the end of us. So we kept marching down to the cafeteria to watch the U.S. space effort. Yep. And that thing would go up in the air about twelve feet, and come crashing down. We'd all be walking back to class with our heads down, saying, "Oh, we're dead. We're all going to." They're going to tell us when the nuclear bomb comes to get under our desks. You know. Yes. So I didn't realize that uh, sixty-one, April eleventh. I I got to make sure it's the same date because it could be. Because it was in Russia, it could have been, you know, the the next morning when it happened, because it looked like they put it in late, you know, a bulletin. But, uh, uh, you know, I didn't realize that the, the day of our great glory of finally being in the major leagues, of beating the Yankees 6 to nothing was tied in with, oh, my God, they put a guy in space. We're out of luck. We're not going to live through the week. Yeah, but so. see, the Twins gave you great hope. <clears throat> yes, they did. Yeah, but Yuri Gregarian didn't. <laughs> when, they put, when they put Yuri up there, we were in trouble, man. So it's—I don't know what happened to the Russians. Though you, you got to think some heads rolled there, don't you? Because they were so far ahead of us, and then eight years later we beat them to the moon. Wasn't? Uh, yeah, you're right. Somebody over there, somebody over there, never got out of the gulag alive.
0: I heads literally that. rolled, Patrick.
2: <laughs> yes. They did. Yes, they did over there. So uh, and anyway, it's I love the old papers. By the way, another thing I ran into that I'd forgotten about, 1961, the Harlem Globetrotters and the college all-stars, at the end of every NCAA season, mm-hmm. they would select a bunch of seniors, guys who were you know going to the NBA or wherever it was, uh, and they'd, they'd tour around the country. And and playing gyms all over, and there's one in Bozeman, Montana, that night where the college all stars beat them, and the 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 standings are now eight to six in the series. So I got to look this up. So I don't know how long it went on, but so on April 11th, they they were playing their 14th game. So they must have been like the circus, you know. They just I I, I just vaguely remember this, but they. They would go and play in whatever town, and give them some cash, and the Globetrotters would play serious basketball against the college all stars. So,
0: explain this then: it, the Globetrotters did they have one team for a long time, and then it broke off into a gimmick yes. team and a real
2: team? Yeah. No, they never really had a. Uh, I mean, it what it would it, it just it just when they could no longer pay, you know. I mean, well, well, a first the NBA got integrated, you know, finally, right? And B, and B, they could no longer pay uh, in the going rate, uh, so they they couldn't get the real basketball players. But plus, it wasn't much of a life, right? You're on the road 250 nights a week if you yes. can make. If you can make $10,000 someplace else and only 10000 for them, you're probably going to go make it somewhere else. But they, you know, they played the Lakers. Did you see the Sid? The, you saw the Sid section. There was an ad in there from the Harlem Globetrotters. Mm-hmm. And they, in the 50s, they had series at the end. Some A couple of times it was in the middle of the season. They'd have, like, a game in Chicago and a game in the Twin Cities against the Globetrotters, and it was serious basketball, and it would jam the arenas. They would they would play in Chicago Stadium and draw 20,000 people wow. to see a, see a real game between the Lakers and the—the the, the Globetrotters would turn around and clown around and beat the hell out of everybody, but they also had some of the best basketball players in the world in the 50s, Goose Tatum and Marcus Haynes and those guys— and then they just slowly, because the, all the great players were going to the NBA, Bill Russell was not going to play for the Globetrotters, you know. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and, you know, and then they just slowly turned into a clown show with a, uh, with a traveling troupe that they beat all the time. But, uh, in the early 60s, they were still playing the college all-stars and playing serious basketball against them. So I think that they would be a little deal, you know, even with the Lakers where they would, Kind of pause for a little comedy, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, not, uh, you know, not not what it became. Do you know that I saw the Harlem Globetrotters in Worthington Gym filled up, whatever year it was, with Wilt Chamberlain playing for him? No. Wilt Chamberlain left Kansas after his junior year and he could not go to the NBA. You had to be, you, your college eligibility had to be done, so Wilt played a year for the Globetrotters. Okay. And and when we went and saw him in Worthington, he was, you know, he was playing with the Globetrotters and basically he was shooting 25-foot jump shots, <laughs> which he was making. You know, I mean, he'd go in and dunk once in a while, but they he had... He could play now. Uh, yeah, they'd had him all do the reverse, you know, of, right. of, you know, a lot of their players did the reverse of what you expected and him was, you know, what we expected to go see, will dump Dunk, and he was shooting 25 foot jumpers, but I got a vague recollection of this, so it could, it had to be like 57 or 8 maybe. Do you
0: remember how packed the uh, gym was? It had to
2: be wall to wall. Yeah, that was a big gym too. It was, I mean, I probably held fifteen hundred, you know, standing, because that's where always the district tournament always was and, and all that stuff and they'd pack it for that too. So but yeah, we uh, we got to see uh we got to see Wilt play for the uh Globetrotters, which was I'd I'd like to find the Worthington Globes report on it. It was probably four paragraphs from the Great Corky Brace. I don't know, but uh, but uh anyway that's yeah the Globe Trotters were uh, a completely different animal but then when they when they got the TV show and everything, they became so popular that they had two or three traveling troops, you know, and they went all over the world. It, and it's funny how that entertainment, it's just, you know, they're just struggling now to hang on, I think.
0: Yeah, I think they were at Target Center, I want to say, last month, right? I think they played a game of Target they're Center,
2: too. There there the, the Sid ad had them coming here next month, I oh, think. Okay, that's what it was then. Well It uh, won't be now. But... Be, I suppose they'll cancel like everybody else so. Anyway, that's uh, that's today's yarn. So.
0: so wait, wait. So what did... So so if we had a Major League Baseball expansion team right now, the Tribune and Pioneer Press would send a lot of people. In 1961, what did the newspapers do?
2: It appears, and I'd have to check. I had John Waremeyer, a library guy, send me some stuff. I said just the Star and the Tribune from the morning of and then the morning after. And the only bylines I saw were Tommy Breyer, who was the baseball writer for the uh, for the Tribune, and Charlie Johnson, who was there taking bows because Charlie was the head of the group trying to get Major League Baseball in Minnesota. And and I'd have to look. There's a couple of unbylined pieces in there, but there's he didn't send me a Sid column. I'll have to check with Sid, but I don't know if Sid was there or not. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I I gotta think he was, and maybe John just didn't send that one because it's not what I asked for. But then again, what else was happening here in April? Nothing was happening here, so I I would have thought he would have been there. But they didn't. The money was not flowing back then. Uh, You know, they didn't. They basically covered. I, I'm sure it was a traumatic, you know, as, as excited as they were to get the Vikings and the twins, it was a traumatic thing for their sports budget because <laughs> yeah. the only money they ever spent was, uh, you know, that like somebody go to spring training with the Millers for a week and, uh, they'd go to the world series, sit and go to the world series and, uh, and then go for football. They didn't, they didn't travel with go for basketball, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't, they might you know, somebody might get in a car and drive to Iowa City once in a while, but they didn't travel with Gopher basketball. They I mean, neither the papers.
0: Did they staff and, Big Ten Big Ten football games besides the Gophers?
2: Yes, that was their big thing. The Sunday reach for the peach. It was sixteen pages, and they would cover. Now, theoretically, they would cover all Big Ten games, but uh, you can see if you look through the back time. It was like if it gets later in the year, and teams have. But I think, like, opening week, they would cover all five conference games. And then they'd always cover at least three of them. Cullum was always going on the road, Dick Column, Sid, and uh, about two other guys that cover the home team. And then they'd, they'd, you know, if you were the baseball writer, they might send you off to Iowa City to do a game or something like that. They'd, they'd always cover the Hawkeyes. They'd always cover the Badgers. Uh, Hawkeyes more than the Badgers. They were a bigger rival back then. And, uh but they'd cover three or four Big Ten games. Yes, they 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 would, and uh, and also like the non-conference. Anybody in the Big Ten played Notre Dame; they were there. So right. But that's where they spent all their money, because I suppose that's where they brought money into the Peach. You know, the Sunday paper sold. I think at one time over six hundred thousand papers. So.
0: Throughout the state, too, right? I mean, that, oh, that basically God, they went, went to Great Falls. Five... They
2: went to the the Montana border they were, wow. you know, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I mean, those trucks would be rolling out at, you know, some poor guy would be rolling out at six o'clock in the morning heading for Minot. You know? Yeah. So what, what <laughs> were with the, the big Friday, papers then? The edition that they printed on early Saturday morning.
0: The big papers then were Minneapolis and Des Moines. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Kyle's big papers were Des Moines and Minneapolis. Yes. Uh, and Des Moines did the same thing. They had a they had a peach section too, although I don't think they went great quite as crazy covering all games. But uh, they didn't really work together at all. I don't. I can't remember seeing any you know bylines from the Des Moines paper or anything like that. They didn't. They didn't work together. So
0: that's remarkable because now they force them to well. work together.
2: Well, they were bitter rivals, you know. The Iowa sports writers were convinced the Gophers were getting all the advantages, and the Hawkeyes were getting screwed, and vice versa. <laughs> everybody was Sid back then, you know. Everybody was rooting for the home team, right? So, anyway, so uh, what's uh, did you what What have you uh, discovered here that you can watch that give you any? Are you a guy who can watch any of these replays?
0: You know, I started. I actually last night was the first night I started to, and last night was the first night that being stuck on my couch. It's and here's the scary part because this is the part about getting fat too. It's starting yeah. to feel normal,
2: so <laughs> it's starting <laughs> yeah, to feel like terrible. yeah, I can I can handle yeah, this. That is terrible. I I get the same feeling that okay, this is you know the when the thrill of the week, day is to maybe make a trip to Barley's, you know, and it's it's not. This, you know, if, if as I said yesterday, if sixty percent of us are going to get it, what the hell? Let's go for it. But uh, you know, I mean, but it's not because I'm frightened to go outside like a seventy-four year old is supposed to be. It's just that why bother? <laughs> there's yeah, there's no.
0: Yeah, there's nothing, you, nothing going on. That's exactly right.
2: You could go out. You could go out, but. You know, beyond going and picking up milk, what us yeah. you know, I mean, there's nothing to do. So this is this cannot go on as long as they say it is. We need somebody to cure this damn thing. Well,
0: this that, a, that's why the president's a, now suggested just forgetting about the virus and going back to normal as soon as possible. Yeah, he wants us to just go
2: out and take our losses, right? <laughs> you Take your chances. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah, is it is this this is the most amazing thing ever <laughs> this guy and, he, and he's and every time he holds a press conference this guy's got to come out and say no, don't do it. <laughs> don't don't take this concoction that he told you to take. Oh. you know, <laughs> It's unbelievable. It it feels
0: like it feels like we're in what's going to become a cult movie.
2: Yes. Yes, yes it is. This uh you know, a I mean, what, how can you lead us down this path and say, ah, the hell with it. We can't do it anyway. Let's all go out and shopping and breathing on each Get other. Get those credit cards. Know, yeah,
0: yeah. Get those credit cards ready. Let's go.
2: Yes. I love the fact that I think now when I go to Byerly's, they come over and wipe off the, wipe off the credit card machine, you know, before you oh, put yeah. in your number or what the hell, whatever you do.
0: Ah, yep. uh,
2: you know, I, th- I think they're doing that for the confidence of the most paranoid, don't you?
0: Oh, probably. Al- although, yeah. I-, I went and got gas at the station by my house yesterday and got home and saw they were warning people and big flashing lights now. The gas, the ga- you know, when you handle a gasoline handle, that's the dirtiest thing out there. That's how this is spreading. <laughs> it was too late oh, for me. I didn't man. even think about it when I was pumping gas. Uh,
2: I didn't either i did a couple of days ago i went to get gas just because i didn't need it but i wanted to get it that cheap
0: oh it's incredible
2: <laughs> it was, it's unbelievable the trumper told us he was going to drive down those uh gas prices and he did her by golly
0: the damnedest thing patrick is traffic like i'm getting oh, yeah. very used to no one being on the road
2: yes is it going to be something when we go back there yeah i went through the tunnel's In the rain about five days ago, which would have been backed up for 50 miles, and I went through there about 65 miles an hour. Yeah. It's, uh, it is, uh, it's a, it's a completely, they gotta stop telling us that 80% of us are gonna get that, get it. They think that's, you know, when they're telling us that, they think that's gonna scare the hell out of all of us. But I think it, to more of us, it's okay, what's the use? You know, yeah. Well, if, and- you, if, if you say it's eighty percent, then I might as you might as well just go out and kiss your Amazon driver or something. You know, <laughs> and, you know, and say, "Let's go, let's get her over with." where are going to make it. I don't think now?
0: your Amazon driver would appreciate the big smooch no, right now. No, no. Or ordinarily,
2: I wonder if you'll make it by my. I was out in the out. In the driveway yesterday when he showed up and I said, Oh, this is a surprise you had to stop here. God oh, oh yeah, they've you
0: know, been the by wife, our house a lot lately. Don't worry. Yeah.
2: The wife's got the broken ankle and she can barely get around, but somehow she's been making it to the computer <laughs> to get her Amazon order. That's the thing. You know when you got a pandemic, yep. your spending should go down, right? Yes. I'm not sure mine has.
0: I think ours has had to. Although, I will say I will say this. A highlight of my day now, basically every other day, is going to get a pack of smokes for the wife.
2: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: I used to be bored by it. Now I'm like, hey, it's something to do. Marlboro Ultralight yeah. 100s. And they yeah. are not cheap, by the way. Smoking is a, yeah. not only a nasty habit, it's an expensive habit.
2: Oh, God, it's amazing. It is amazing. There's no doubt about it. Well, and that's the other thing. I mean, I, was, I pointed this out. The other day on Twitter, people thought I was looking for sympathy. I was, I, I was doing it to make a joke, but when I was 13, I had this double pneumonia, you know, and damn near died and the priest came in and gave the last rites and all that stuff. And, and so my lungs. I'm thinking that I must not have had, like, the the good lungs or something, but having not had a cigarette in 60 years, I think I'm ready for it. Let's go. Come on.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you're around smoke, that's not good Mm -hmm. for you. Ah,
2: Yeah. That's
0: what I'm worried about.
2: (laughs) You know what? I'm not that worried, but then I'm a little older than you. I got a little less life to live. You know, I got to be honest. Once I hit 50,
0: not nearly as scared of death as I was 10 years ago.
2: (laughs) You know, I did tell I, I told Sushis yesterday though the neighbors, nice young couple that uh, moved in a year or so ago. They just got a baby. She's a doctor, and poor girl's going to work. You know, and she's a young doctor, so she's getting the bad shifts and yep. and really nice. But the other day they came out with the wall said, you know, check your neighbors, <laughs> check your older neighbors. So the kid next door calls me up and says, "Say hey, my my wife's going to the grocery store tomorrow morning if you, if you need anything. You know, if you want us to bring you home a loaf of bread or something. And I said, eh, that's okay, Todd. I go about twice a day. Don't worry about it.
0: Does he not see your car going out of the driveway?
2: <laughs> I don't know, I think. That, but it just lets you know that, you know, you look in the mirror every day and say, You know, I'm kind of old, but when you see that other people worry that you become completely feeble, that's when you know you're old. <laughs> when, when people are worried about you not being being at home, peeking out the window, being too frightened to go to the grocery store, you know, is a bad. That's a bad. That's a bad sign for the, the image you're putting off. You know that you're giving off as you're walking around a little bit.
0: Or he, he's not observant to the fact your car is backing down the driveway three yes. times a day to go to leads yes, and elsewhere.
2: that's true. Sometimes just to take a drive. I, I didn't know. I mean, if we're in our car. You're fine. And we don't have the windows open. Yep. And we aren't out touching stuff. We can just take a drive, can't we? Yes. In fact, <laughs> they the encourage that. I mean, if we if we keep all the germs inside the or uh, whatever they are what uh, what are these things what is this stuff how's your virus uh, knowledge what it's <laughs> are they specs are they if you if you get an ultraviolet light can you see them or not there's i I don't get I think it you need a microscope to see them patrick yeah i think you need a microscope
0: but you're okay driving <laughs> that's
2: what we'll see next that's what we'll see next people walking around with with uh masks and microscopes to make sure that they don't touch anything do the masks you know what work? i've discovered though the little bit of driving i've done mm-hmm. i think the really bad drivers and i'm you know i I'm accused of not being a great driver but i'm pretty good i'm like the rain man i'm a good driver and but the really bad drivers yeah you know the 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 like the person who goes 45 in a lane everyone and wants to go to 70 and then just drifts off to the next lane. Yep. Those people are never going to get in an accident cuz we spot them ahead of time
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they scare the crap out of us and we become extremely cautious. We're more likely to crash into a good another good driver when we're both being a little aggressive. When we Mm. see one of these old bats driving around like forty-five, and you all say, "Holy God, I'm going to stay away from him or her or whoever it is."
0: Yeah, you're right because you get over three lanes or two lanes.
2: With yeah, Yeah. with less traffic, you really notice the bad drivers and become extremely cautious and wait for anything. So it's that's that's another theory. There's there's two ways to be safe on the road: be a really good driver or be a really bad driver. (laughs) Because the rest of us are looking out for you if you're a really bad driver. You
0: know, I've never thought of it that way, but it's a great point. Because I'll veer over two or three lanes. The
2: one that you know, you see the one, and you see, okay, she's going forty-five, and. There's an exit. There's two lanes. She wants to get over there to get on get on to get on to Hiawatha or something. Yep. Look the hell out. Everybody here it comes. So I s I've I've seen that twice in the last week. So anyway. Here's my question. I don't know. Sports wise, what the heck? What are the uh, are the Vikings done here? Are they gonna do something? I got one more question for in, you. Bring in a line okay, go ahead. I
0: got one more question for you about driving. Yeah. It's yeah. my it's my theory that you would have to do something just absolutely atrocious to get a ticket now, right? So to your point about going 65 through the tunnel, which ordinarily I would say might yeah. not be a great idea, I think you're yeah. perfectly safe now. I don't think any comp wants to have anything to
2: do I with you. I saw one the other day, though, out on uh, Hopkins Crossroad, uh, really? lurking, lurking uh, you know, when you came over one of the little rides, I was going to the Crossroads Deli, and when you come over a little rise there, when you right when you get off uh three ninety four, mm-hmm. and you get off, and there's a little ride, and the guy was there was a guy sitting down there on the side waiting to pull somebody over because that's a good spot to you know everybody goes fifty and they're supposed to go forty or whatever there, and uh, he was. And then I saw another one out on 394, another cop. Now, I'm not sure he was pulling people over, but he was sitting there for no reason. So, they still got to make their budget, I guess.
0: I guess. I think I'd start a coughing fit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I, got, I got my license. Don't you have anything better to do? Go save some lives. Come on.
0: That's just what I was saying. A oh, sports-wise, yeah, okay. sorry.
2: What? Vikings. Anything? What are we waiting for?
0: I have... I think we're waiting for the draft and a potential trade around the draft. I think that's – I mean, they they might mm-hmm. sign another free agent or two, but it's not like we're going to jump for joy at the name. Those guys are all well, gone. Here's the deal, though. Yeah.
2: I mean, they've gotten – they have dumped a lot of money. Griffin's gone. Joseph's gone. Yep. Uh, Rhodes is gone. Yep. Uh, who else? McKenzie. Alexander's gone. Wayne's uh, gone. Wayne's is gone. Uh Klein got cut. how the hell far over the cap were they that they still don't have any money? They got like eight billion left or something how how could this be possible?
0: uh because basically all all of that cap space that they tried to push down the road for so many years came to gave
2: to Harrison cousins or what
0: yeah, but I mean all you know when when you do that year after year after year. And restructure contracts and do all the things that they did. Eventually, it comes back to bite you in the ass. eventually.
2: So all the all the uh, praise that we uh, threw at Brzezinski all those years for uh, for always being able to figure it out, cap wise, they finally uh, came home to roost this year. Huh?
0: Exactly. Yes.
2: Yeah. It was bound okay. to happen because they kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Yep. So. You know, and, and they got and then Anthony Harris did. That was you know to think just. To sign him to that contract just so you could trade him was that is that is that a is a fourth rounder really going to be that important? Well,
0: I think they were hoping to get a second round pick, but the thing is, they didn't sign him. They just franchi- franchised him to keep him under their control, yeah. and then I think yes. they can trade him on that franchise tag, which is what they wanted. Yes,
2: yes, but that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the well, reason they did it. Yeah, the reason they did it is, but that's twelve and a half million bucks, right?
0: Eleven point four. Yes.
2: Eleven point four. 11400000 dollars. I, they're not going to get a second rounder for eleven point four. No, I think.
0: I think what they want though is if they had allowed him to walk as a free agent, they would have got a third round pick for him next year. I think they want the pick this year because that'll give them thirteen picks right now, and there's no way they're not going to trade some of those picks, right? To move yeah, up,
2: I guess. So. But but I don't think. You think anybody give him a third rounder? I don't know. He's good, but I don't know. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. I
0: don't. How old is he? He's, uh, he's like late 20s, yes. He's not a, He's not exactly young for football.
2: That's, football uh, that's more than people want to pay for safety, isn't it? Eleven point
0: uh, four. Yeah, and they're paying, if they keep him and they go into they're next paying, season, they're, they're paying just him just and Harrison.
2: 30 million. What's, what's Harrison making? Less than
0: 11.4. It's like 10-something. Oh, really? Yes.
2: Wow. Yes. Huh.
0: All right, sir, well, that- as we wrap up here, do you have a a positive, Pat, or a or an Unchained to throw our way?
2: Uh, not, you know, there's nothing positive in our lives right now except... Uh, <laughs> what about you your know? daily runs to Byerly's? Come on. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's nothing, this is, worse, this is the worst experience of my life. I mean, not, you know, deaths of friends and stuff like that. They're bad, right? Yeah. But as far as daily functioning, worst experience of my life.
0: Wow! And okay,
2: yeah. this is the worst thing that is I've ever seen. It's 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 absolutely blows my mind that it's actually occurring because I can't believe it. I always thought it was the movies. I never thought this crap could really happen, and it's ridiculous. And we're going to be doing the same thing we're doing right now. Two months from now, that's what makes it disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know, two months from now we'll be doing the same thing, and and. You know, I, I don't know. This is, see, I'm 74 years old. All the, you know, the Jonathan Harrisons in the world, what's he, 30?
0: Yes, he confirms. He's sitting he right say, here. He confirms ah, he's 30. What 30. the
2: hell? It's only 18 months out of my life, right? Yep. Sitting around doing nothing. Yep. I ain't got that much time. You know, this is, this is, that's, I'm more worried about urinating away 18 months of my life doing nothing than I am getting it and leaving this veil of tears. I, I'm i more worried about that than the fact that... So
0: basically you're saying age. the clock is ticking more so age, on you, so you're getting screwed.
2: See. I'm at my age, I can't go see the grandkids. My granddaughter is going to be 11. I don't even know if I can go see her on her birthday, because, you know, you know, maybe... Who knows? I got. I've had a little bit of a cold. Maybe I, I shouldn't go see anybody. I don't know. That little tiny one, but I always get one in March. So yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying is, for a 74 year old guy, this is a complete ruination of all plans for the next five years. Okay, because I've already lost 18 months of what however many months of that. those precious years that are left, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Feel sorry for me, not because I might get it and croak. Feel sorry for me because I can't do anything.
0: That sounds like an unchained to me, Patrick.
2: (laughs) That is an unchained. (laughs) Unchained. Bleep this virus and everything
1: it stands for. That's what I got to
0: say. All right, sir. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bit Online as well. And don't forget, Bit Online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bit Online, where the game starts.